0: There's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander.
3: Welcome into to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network. Today is Friday, March 3rd. And from our incredible core group of NBA journalists, we are joined by senior writer Michael C. Wright, who's uh, MVP ladder It's been fun to watch this, Michael, and just kind of track who's been separating themselves. Obviously, Nikola Jokic has spent a lot of time there at that number one spot. But as this week's has come out, you've got Nikola Jokic at one, Giannis Adetokounmpo at number two, Jason Tatum at three, and then Joel Embiid at four, and Luka Doncic at five, which we had the great pleasure of watching those two uh, go at it last night. Dallas coming away with a win, 133 to 126. Over the 76ers, of which Luka and Kyrie finally had it had a going together the first time in Mavs history uh, to have a duo score 40 apiece in the same game. Luka with 42, Kyrie with 40, Joel Embiid did have 35, and Harden chipped in with 27 and 13 assists. Uh, f- what did you take away from that, Dallas has been struggling. Obviously, they've lost uh, five of seven. But w- what did you take away from what Luca was able to do, and what you saw Embiid do on the floor?
4: Well, I guess in the case of Luca, you know, I think that like when you're looking at, at MVP type stuff, I thought what he did early in that game. I mean, he made a really concerted effort to get Kyrie Irving involved in the game. I mean, he had 12 assists, eight of them went to Kyrie. And including his first six so he really got Kyrie Irving going early in that game and to me that gave them so much momentum that you know they kind of just cruise on through the rest of the way uh I think they tied a, a franchise record with like 25 threes it was crazy what they were doing out there ch- wow. Deep shot! Wow, they're gonna have a hard time still trying to figure out how it all fits together but Jason Kidd said last night that those two sort of have figured out how to play together. Now it's up to everybody else around them to figure it out. And, you know, I think that part of it is tough because you've got different guys coming back. You know, like Maxi Kleber just came back. He looked pretty good last night. And so I just think as as it goes on this season, however many games, I think they have 19 games left. They're going to have to figure it out really quick because, you know, when they get in the, in the Western Conference playoffs, I think they're going to have uh, they're going to have their, their hands full because there's a couple good teams at the top of it.
3: Yeah. Before we get to uh, Joel in Philadelphia, you talk about that with Dallas. They're currently sitting in sixth yeah. in the Western Conference. They're just a half game ahead, though, of the Clippers. Um, do you think they have? The pieces and the ability, I think a lot of the focus, too, is can they defend and get stops as well to go along with what is expected to be a very high-powered offense, the more Kyrie and Luka get comfortable with one another. Can they be contenders in the West with the runway that they have left here in the regular season?
4: I don't see it, Sarah. I think you nailed it right on the the head when you said that they've got to get stops. You know, Jason Kidd was talking about it recently, like, hey, you know, we can score points, but... You know, we are not ever going to be able to consistently win games if we can't stop people. And the Mavericks made it tougher on themselves when they traded Dorian Finney-Smith to Brooklyn. I mean, that was their best perimeter defender. And, you know, uh, like I mentioned Maxi Kleber earlier. Well, you know, he had been out for quite a while with a torn hamstring. And so you don't you don't know just how healed he is. You know, that's a torn hamstring. That's not, you know, a sprained ankle or something. And so, you know, even with him, I mean, he's he's a good defender. He's sort of a glue guy on that end of the floor. But he ain't no Dorian Finney Smith. And so, you know, like, I, I just think that they're going to have a hard time, you know, holding teams down. And, you know, you know how the 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 offenses are in the Western Conference. I mean, I, I'd say the East is a much better conference at this point, but the West is no slouch. And with them sitting in that 6C, they're going to have to play one of those top teams in the bracket. And, you know, those those top three, they're they can score, (laughs) you know what I mean? And so, yeah, that's going to be an issue for Dallas. And I don't think that I mean, the runway they have is going to be enough, I think, to get them totally cohesive and where they need to be. But I just don't think personnel wise, they have what it takes.
3: What about Philadelphia? You mentioned the East uh, Milwaukee, currently a half game ahead of Boston for that number one spot. Philadelphia was getting off a a back to back. It was a second uh, game there when they were playing at Dallas. They get to visit Giannis. We'll get to see, speaking of your MVP ladder, Joel Embiid, uh, heading to Milwaukee to face Giannis and the Bucs on Saturday night, uh, who the Bucks currently on a 16-game win streak. W- what about Philadelphia, third in the Eastern Conference? Uh, how do you place them in terms of what they can do in, in
4: postseason runs? I'm a little worried about them, Sarah. Just a little bit worried because that game against Dallas, that is not – I mean, that was one that I thought they had to have. I mean, they've lost three out of their last four – and it seems like they're sort of losing momentum, and I think a big part of it, you know, nobody's talking about it, but Joel Embiid that that foot injury of his, you know, I think it's it's started starting to kind of flare up a little bit. I mean, you know, like I said, they they've lost three out of their last four, and the only win they had was what uh, Wednesday against Miami, and that and Embiid didn't even play in that game. But you know, I, I'd say it's like it's admirable what Joel is doing, uh, you know, producing, putting that team on his back with that injured foot. And he just keeps playing through it. And I sort of think that the Sixers need to give him a break to sort of let it calm down a little bit because, you know, they're sitting in in third in the East right now. And it's not like they're going to slip all the way out of the, the, <laughs> the playoff bracket if they, if they rest in be for a while. So, you know, I, I just think that you want him at his peak in the playoffs, not right now. So, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried about them.
3: One team that has been fun. We're going to head back to the West. That's been fun. Uh, to think about what they could be is the Phoenix Suns, their fourth. Force in the West, and we finally got it. We finally got it, Michael. We got to see Kevin Durant's debut uh, the other night in a win at Charlotte. He had, man, it's crazy. It's, it should be expected. Look just like Kevin Durant. Skip
0: pass, quick release three, coming from Durant, splashdown, his first three-pointed
3: tip. First game back, played 27 minutes, had 23 points, six rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and uh, the efficiency, like that's the thing that's eye-popping. 10 of 15 from the field, 2 of 4 from the three-point line. Uh, the Suns will play at the Bulls tonight. What do you make of what you saw out of Durant and what this Phoenix team could look like as he's now a part of the group?
4: Well, I was actually in Charlotte for that game. Uh, seems like all the knights are running together here, too, because I just got back yesterday. Um, and I, like, I, I want to talk about, I guess. One of the things I saw sort of behind the scenes. Yeah. And that was just how mati- you could tell how meticulous Kevin Durant has been in his rehab situation. You know, I was watching, standing out in the hallway before the game, probably about an hour and a half, and he went through about a 20, 30 minute workout, just, you know, doing activation stuff, uh, you know, exploding off boxes, sort of stretching. Like you could tell he was really, you know, he's really working to make sure his body is where it needs to be. And then, you know, you you go into the game and you just don't know what you're going to get. Like, I'm thinking, eh, they'll play him like 15, 20 minutes. He won't do much because he'll be trying to adjust to what, the, you know, the new teammates and everything. And no, he stepped in there like he had, he, he'd been a son for a while. And, you know, I, I thought one of the things that really stuck out in that game was um they had him, running with the second unit a couple times like on a couple of his shifts and you know you're thinking like okay now we kind of get a chance to see how this is going to look whenever like devin booker and and chris paula on the bench and i'm thinking okay well charlotte's going to come back a little bit there's going to be some slippage here and no No, both times that he was in there with four bench guys, they increased the lead.
0: Durant works off the screen, raising up from mid range, and
4: that is the sweet spot for Kevin Durant. And that's scary moving forward. That's like what I think about when I think about the Phoenix Suns moving forward because they still haven't had Terrence Ross in the mix. Uh, T.J. Warren hasn't played a a ton of minutes for him yet, and so once they get some of those bench the the bench rotations situated with KD. That's gonna be a scary thing, and the way it's gonna look moving forward is that Devin Booker, either Devin Booker or Katie, is gonna be on the floor at all times. That's that's scoring punch for you right there. And I also thought one thing that was really interesting about the the, the time in Charlotte was uh, Monty Williams kind of talked about how like he spent all this time picking Katie's brain just about situations. Okay, like when you played for Brooklyn. You guys defended this team this way. Why did you do it? And Monty's like, you know, I got a guy like KD, so I'd be stupid not to pick his brain to figure out things that we can implement with the Phoenix Suns. He said he's really tried hard to have an open mind about how they integrate Kevin Durant. Like they don't want to just force him to play Phoenix Suns basketball because, you know, his his history. And so, you know, if there's anything that Kevin Dur- Durant has done in the past that can help the Phoenix Suns, Monty Williams is going to implement that.
3: I love that, and, and you love hearing that, uh, Kevin Durant. First of all, for him himself, you know how much he wants to play and wants to be on the floor, so just seeing him back out there was tremendous, uh, but brilliant basketball mind, and he loves to talk. All he loves to yeah. do is talk about basketball, so I'm sure. And, um, yeah, it's going to be fun continuing to watch how Monty Williams and that group um Go about go about things uh, because they've got a lot of depth and and a ton of talent. Uh, Speaking of another superstar uh, on the opposite side uh, on the mend. After the break, we're going to talk about the latest news on LeBron James. You need a vehicle
0: that can meet your family's needs. And Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease, with three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and legroom that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362-horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style, with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander.
5: members who are not compensated all opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome
1: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too
3: Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by Michael C. Wright. And Michael, uh, some news came out again that was a little more disheartening when it comes to LeBron James. Uh, Learned that he will now be reevaluated in three weeks with that strained right foot tendon. The Lakers currently sitting in 11th place. They're a game back of 9th and 10th place Utah and New Orleans. Uh, But still, we know that middle. I mean, still just two games back of the 7th place Clippers. I know there was some optimism hoping that LeBron if he could come back a little bit quicker that the Lakers could still um you know maintain some ground but w- what do you think now the playoff positioning picture looks like for the Lakers with this latest news
4: Well that injury is is something else too I think it's a, it's a tendon inju- injury and those things are just so iffy like you know yes he's going to be reevaluated in 3 weeks but it would not surprise me if they go in and look at it and it's not any better. I mean, that's just sort of the nature of those things. And so for me, it's over. It's over for the Lakers. I I don't see how they can fight their way out of this. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some movement down there on the lower end of of the Western Conference, but I don't know that it's enough to help the Lakers to where they can, you know, avoid the play-in. I mean, in the type of team that the Lakers are, I think that, just a, a birth in the play in tournament is, is going to tax them so much that they'll struggle once they do actually get into the real bracket. So for me, you know, valiant effort uh, at, at, by LeBron, by AD, by the front office and trying to, you know, revamp the team to get them to the playoffs. But I, I just don't see it happening at this point.
3: Man, you're crushing all of Lakers nation. I'm sorry, uh, Lakers nation. We'll continue to watch. It's going to be a fun finish to the season. As always, Michael, we appreciate your time. And we will be back again on Monday. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower, hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims. Hybrid max powertrain engine delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com grandhighlander Grand Highlander.